0: Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by net. This is episode 578, recorded live on Saturday, December 15th, 2018. And here are your hosts, the man who hopefully had a happy Hanukkah, Dave Pellar. Hey! And the man whose Christmas season starts tomorrow, Andy Lowe, hi. Yeah? Yep, because, you know, multiple Christmases and all that stuff, so the work holiday parties start next week as well so
1: so you've got the work holiday you've got your Oh wait yeah yeah shoot i family. forgot you got-
0: Kate's work holiday party was last week so sorry okay have-
1: so it started last week yes i see uh my my christmas season actually started last week as well actually cuz we do um a secret santa and then we do uh, a white elephant
0: ah Yeah, the Lansing office for their Christmas dinner wanted to do a white elephant, but they're doing a dinner instead of a luncheon, so I'm not going to go because it's up in Lansing.
1: And it's dinner, and that would mean that you'd have to travel up there. Yep. And then come back, ugh, ugh. Unless you want to make like a night of it, right? Like you stay the, you go up there, you get a hotel, you stay the night. No. No?
0: Not going to do that. Well, then we would have to find a babysitter.
1: Well, no, you take Isaac. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, no, or not. not worth it.
1: Or not. Or nope. not. No, that's fine. If if it's not worth it, it's not worth it. Like if it's if it's a no.
0: Yep. That's what I was. I was kind of glad when work started doing individual luncheons because then you know the Battle Creek luncheon is on Monday. The uh, mm-hmm. uh, Kalamazoo luncheon <laughs> is on Friday. The uh, Coldwater they're doing actually a breakfast on Thursday. I may or may not go to that one because it's a breakfast. So that means I'd have to go down mm-hmm. there first thing in the morning.
1: Mm. How well, long a drive? hour 20. That's, that's a, that's a lot.
0: Yeah. But you know, during a luncheon I can, you know, go down there, do some work, stay for the luncheon for a bit. Once luncheon's done, then I, you know, head back. Works out great. Yep. But yeah, no, yeah. The, the family Christmases are starting up this weekend Mm -hmm. as well. So,
1: yep. I might possibly potentially actually also have a family Christmas, which is to say my parents might come out here for Christmas because, (laughs) you know, why not? (laughs)
0: Sure. Weather's not too bad right now.
1: Weather this week is friggin' fantastic. Holy crap. Do you know, it's like 42 degrees outside.
0: Yeah, it's 40 out here right now.
1: In friggin' December. Like, something ain't right.
0: Uh, I'm looking at the USA National Forecast for a White Christmas, which is defined as one inch of snow on the ground on the morning of December 25th. And it is possible for Wisconsin. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we're we're still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I want. All right, cool. So, Sorry, yeah. I'm I'm doing some last minute Christmas shopping for my niece and nephew because if I don't, then well, a I want to because they're my niece and nephew, but also if I don't, then my brother never talks to me. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I see. We'll see. I oh, don't know, I might actually ask you to remove that from the podcast. I don't remember. Josh used to listen to this at some point. Probably doesn't anymore. Eh. So anyway. It's um, a funny yeah.
0: joke, whatever it is.
1: Okay. I think it's funny, but mm-hmm. um I gotta I check a lot. I could have used your your expertise yesterday, Andy, speaking of the holidays and speaking of, of like Christmas gifts. Uh because I'm needed not- snow
0: tires again?
1: No, I have <laughs> snow tires now. Thank you. <laughs> I have a, uh, a a. It's not really a Christmas gift. It's just coming around that time at work. Um, it is. Uh, bu, 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 uh, so we we do a lot of virtual training now, right? Okay. Yep. And that virtual training is done through um, a tool called WebEx. Are you familiar oh, with oh WebEx?
0: Yeah. Oh yes. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like in, everyone in the industry, in any industry, is familiar with WebEx. Now yeah. that it's it's as popular as it is. Um, and in WebEx, you can you can. Either call through the computer or you can call over a, a phone line. Yeah. Because it all just goes to the server and they do the audio processing and, processing and then they send it back out. Mm-hmm. There's a significant difference in quality between the phone and the computer.
0: Well yeah, because the phone is not able to handle a full audio bandwidth.
1: Right. It's it's a compression. Yeah. And and so when our our like A V slash multimedia folks first tested this, um the the phone actually was the better quality. Really? But they tested this like eight years ago.
0: Oh, well yeah. No. Yeah <laughs> codecs so, over the past eight years have gotten significant. codecs right, over the past right. five
1: So I I brought in my microphone and I'm like, I'm going to try this with mine. And I'm like, holy shit, this is way better than the phone. And so I went back to them. I'm like, when's the last time you guys actually tested this? And so we tested it and we tested it. It was the like we have you've seen our our e-learning lab. I remember bringing you out here and showing you and it's only gotten better since then. So like really nice, like $400 microphones with professional mixing equipment. And so we ran the test and it was just like, yep, this is this is way better. This is like incredible as long as you were listening to it through the computer. And so I was I was thinking like in that meeting and one other that I'll get to in a second, like, man, I really wish Andy was here cuz like he'd just have all the answers to this and I wouldn't need to try and expl- like it would just be done. <laughs> I I would just say like ask Andy and Andy would tell them. Um the other meeting is that not only are we looking at the equipment, but for now, and what we've been doing, uh we have to request a room somewhere on campus to say like hey we we need a space where we can sit down and and like do this, and ideally, there's two screens there, and there's this and that and this other thing, and like a lot of time we either get just a training room, which is you know designed for thirty six people and spacious, and it feels really weird when you're the only person there at the desk and you're training a class and there's no one there. Or we, like, do it in our office, which also is kind of nice because, like, it's my office. I've got everything I need, but also it's my office. I I don't want to teach the class. So we're looking at getting rooms specific to this thing, like, that would be dedicated to doing e-learning. And I was talking with the facility guys and the AV guys and the training administration team, and they're like, "So what do you need?" And I'm like, I, "I, well, I, I need this, and I'd like this, and I'd like that, and I'd like that." And I'm like, "Shit, I'm probably forgetting something." And damn it, where's Andy? So you came up twice at work yesterday in my mind to two different groups of
0: people. I'm, I'm sorry. You know where I was yesterday? Installing a where new phone you? system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our, our old. Speaking of, you know, codecs and everything. Our old phone system. Um, The company that makes it is no longer exists. They got bought out by somebody else. And um, the new company kind of took the old hardware and put it in their new box and said, all right, that's, you know, we're not going to support the old hardware anymore. If you want to get a replacement, you're going to have to go buy our new stuff. So the the touch-sensitive buttons on this phone system here will just basically, uh, because it's like a metal-on-metal sort of contact, if you use them enough, the metal will start to rub off. So the button will not work anymore. Oops. Yeah. So people are like, oh, well, you can try this, and you can try this, and you can try and, you know, like, clean it. and it, it, But it's basically you're just kicking the can down the road because after yeah. a while there will be no contact left. The, the metal left.
1: just is gone.
0: Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Well, you know, nobody expected these things to be running. Uh, this phone system has mm-hmm. been in place since 96 with a daily usage. So it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I, you know, some people can't even believe it's been going on this long. But yeah, no, I uh, I installed our new phone system in there and the people like called it up and they're just like, oh my God, this sounds so much better. I'm like, well, yeah, that's what happens when you have 30 years of technology. <laughs> you know, you go from something that's built in the 90s to something that, you know, was built in 2018 using today's technology. It's going to be night and day sounding wise.
1: It's just so incredible. Like how... You don't think of voice technology and recording as something that has a long way to improve. Like, how much more is there to go? The answer, by the way, is very far, because holy crap, when we were doing this, like, between listening to it on the phone and listening to it on the computer, when you were on the computer, it sounded like the person was in the room with you.
0: Do you know what codec you were using on the computer or no?
1: No, because it's whatever WebEx does
0: which Web- webex can use a couple different ones. let's see audio codecs. Let's see if this will tell me what audio codec does Cisco Webex meetings use.
1: Probably the like really super popular near universal one.
0: Oh, okay, they use Opec or not Opec yeah. Opus. Yeah. Opus is the Opus is pretty dang new. Opus was uh ratified in 2012.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, it's what Discord uses.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but Opus is kind of kinda like, use. yeah, the the cuz it's open source, everybody's able to yeah. use it, you know. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you know, this is kind of like the new standard for stuff. Plus it can um automatically adjust its bitrate when it needs to, <coughs> which is super nice. Cuz normally like, you know, if you got a connection it needs a specific bandwidth and it starts to run into issues mm-hmm. rather than adjusting on the fly, it will basically just drop out or disconnect.
1: Ugh.
0: Opus though can 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 flex adjust on the fly. yeah
1: oh so nice <laughs> is like i is that what like radio is using now or
0: yeah that's what i've got it set up for most of our remote broadcasts. is is using an opus connection so you know it, it's it's fine you know when you when you log into a, a football stadium you know an hour before the game starts yeah no there's no problem because the stadium's kind of empty but you know during kickoff you literally can see the spike of traffic and then, you know, after kickoff, the spike just drops down again. And you're like, yep, nope. Mm-hmm. Normal things would just, you know, break under that. Start Opus, dropping out. Opus flexes.
1: That's cool. So there's my there's my where was Andy story this week of, like, I kind of wish I had Andy here. Because I only, like, what what do I need when I'm doing, like, audio visual presentation? I guess I need uh, a computer. That would be helpful.
0: Um, uh... See if I can find a picture of one of the Sirius XM studios. That I I caught this on one God. of my Facebook I, groups. I
1: probably don't need something that serious.
0: No 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 no.
1: Oh, do you get it? Yeah. Okay. you <sighs> like yes.
0: Uh, oh, Where's it at? It was one of their voice tracking studios. The studio was literally the width of the chair.
1: That's not a big studio.
0: No. But, you know, I was looking at the photo going, okay, you know, this is what you need. This is what you need. This is what you need. And they had everything there. They just basically put it down to the minimalist size. Oh, God, I can't find... I'm trying to do a Google image search right now and it's not showing up.
1: For small, serious studio?
0: Yeah. Because it was just hilarious. You know, and I took it to my boss and I'm like, you know, well, if we're looking for a new building or something... (laughs) <laughs> Why can't we just put like five of these
1: side by side
0: in a, in a Cause, trailer?
1: Cause they'd be miserable.
0: Well, it's like, okay, you know uh, what, what do you need? It's like everything you need is here.
1: Yeah. But you also need like to be comfortable. There's a window and, and have space and not feel like you're in a cage or <laughs> a zoom exhibit or a museum.
0: That's what like, the, that's what the window is for is you can see outside.
1: Yeah, right. So the animals can look out. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. I appreciate that. Maybe I don't want you there.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, I think I emailed it to somebody. Hold on. I think I'm going to pull up my work email here, and I think I could get this to you. Oh, I love having work based off of Gmail because I can search for emails that I've sent to people and has attachments. It's not on there. Dang it. No, no. Oh, no! Oh no!
1: You poor thing. Um. So white elephant this year. If if I can if I can gloat for a second about white elephant. Yes. I managed to say it was a it was a like what was it? I think it was a well there was no minimum price on the white elephant right? Because it's a white elephant gift, so yes. it's like whatever. Uh. But the the thing I got was a fifty dollar keyboard. Oh. Sorry, forty dollar keyboard uh with with red green blue led lighting behind it so nice. that it can like change colors yeah my laptop uh, keyboard does that I felt pretty pretty good that is a really tiny studio <laughs> that would be miserable how do you even get into the chair
0: you you roll it backwards
1: out the door
0: well i think it i think it kind of it, it i think uh,
1: or is this like an l shape right like i think it's an l shape big it's just this this one small recording area.
0: If, if I remember correctly, the actual description yep. is an L-shape of this. Okay. But yeah, no, the desk is yep. as wide three, as the chair.
1: Yeah, three monitors, the room is as wide as the chair. Three monitors, that's good. That's what we would need. That was one of the things that I said, like, if we're going to do this right, we need three monitors and we need a good microphone.
0: Yep, and that's a good microphone there on a boom arm. You got your headphones, you got a monitor speaker. You got, you know, a little laptop screen down there for your automation stuff. There, You got a place to put your prep work. Mm-hmm. You got all of your audio connections and, you know, uh, a CD player, tape player, all that stuff there. It's got everything you need in the width of a chair.
1: Except space.
0: Well, you're doing a radio broadcast. Do you really need space?
1: Uh, I mean, for a radio broadcast, I have no idea. But for like, well, actually, I'll tell you right now. Where I am right now, I my hand just would have hit the wall because I just gestured off to my left. And so my hand would have like thumped against the wall. Yeah, no, no. I I would not enjoy that. Okay. So in any case.
0: There you go. Sorry, that was my you know that was a little bit of a rabbit hole, but That's this, fine. This we, is we stuff that I think holes. about constantly. <laughs>
1: Well, that's why I'm like, man, where's Andy? I could use him. Yeah. Although if you're going to recommend that we do like a real, it's going to be cramped already because there's going to be three people in the room. That's, that's, I think the other key difference between, you know, virtual training and radio broadcast.
0: What's well, one of those things radio- where it's like, okay, you know, I'll show you this and go, okay, this is, has everything you need. Tell me what's wrong with it. And then i will go, well, it's too small. And be like, okay, well, what do you, wh- What do you need the space for?
1: Yeah. Well, one of the things we're putting in for the training is actually a standing desk. (laughs) So that you you could, instead of sitting there, you could stand and and (coughs) teach.
0: Kate did a a, a drive-by peanut gallery. She's like, what do you need space for? Morale. (laughs) Yep.
1: Yep. 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 She is a hundred percent correct
0: so who Why makes do i this... need
1: space morale who... so that i actually enjoy being there
0: yeah nobody nobody wants to be in a tight little cramped space nope nope
1: so uh thanks
0: who, who makes your keyboard
1: oh uh the the keyboard i got from red the white elephant yeah is a red dragon but there's only one d so it's like red dragon It's supposed to be Red Dragon, but they they slammed it together. The best under $30?
0: Oh, mechanical keyboard.
1: No, it's not mechanical. Oh. The one we got, at least, isn't the mechanical one.
0: Okay. Well, that looks like a fun little mouse on their website.
1: Yeah. Like, they've they've got some cool stuff out there. Like, it's not, you know, it's not Razer-level quality stuff, but it's pretty good. It's also a hell of a lot cheaper than the Razer stuff. Do you know how much a Razer, let's see, all departments, Razer, uh, RGB, keyboard.
0: Uh. Razer, Naga, Trinity, Mike, Mouse is 80 bucks.
1: Yep. Razer, Black Widow, Tournament Edition, Chroma, Clicky, RGB, Mechanical Gaming Keyboard, the one I've got, 100 bucks. <laughs> and that's not the most expensive one.
0: Oh, I know. I remember I got that Pax death header mouse from uh, at Pax that one year. that was nice. that lasted me a yep. long time yep granted. I've got my uh anchor mouse here that's actually been dropped on the floor a couple of times by somebody <laughs>
1: <laughs> your Your priorities have to shift from like how nice it looks and feels to just how durable is it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Isaac seems to really like my wrist guard for my keyboard and my mouse pad. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh, sign up for our newsletter. Enjoy $10 off your next purchase at Razor store. Oh, yes, that's going to be really helpful. Yeah. So, speaking of Razer, we can actually go into topics with this.
1: What?
0: Yeah. Almost like we planned it. <laughs> I was wondering, as soon as you brought up the name, if you were planning that or not.
1: Uh, maybe. I should probably open up our website and look at the topics.
0: Probably. That would be, you know, a little bit helpful. Yep. So, um, Razer has launched a new, uh, store rewards program. All you have to do is turn over your computer to mine crypto coins.
1: Like, whatever coin. Not actually Bitcoin, but probably something similar.
0: Well, soft, um... Uh, It's called Softminer. It's done by a company that will uh, basically decide which currency is the good one to actually mine at the time and tell you to basically switch from currency to currency. And in return for turning over your computer, you get Razer Silver, which is virtual credit that can be used to purchase games in the firm's online store.
1: If I'm going to mine cryptocurrency, why not just mine the cryptocurrency? Like, why would I mine it
0: for someone else? Well, then you don't have to worry about selling it and all that jazz.
1: No, what I've done is I've sold it to them at, like, a fixed rate.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the cryptocurrency mine goes to the third party in return. Razor earns a fee. As such, the coins never appear in either Razor or the user's hands. So, according to Razor... They say that the user could earn up to 500 Razor Silver on average every 24 hours.
1: And how much does it take to actually do anything?
0: Well, it takes 1,500 Razor Silver to earn a $5 gift card in the company store.
1: So for 500, so you need three days yep. of continuous processing to yep. save five bucks. Yes. So, after a month, you're at 50 bucks. Yep. Right? <coughs> you know, we just bought Laura a new computer. I wonder if I should just take the old one and just shove it in the basement and let it try to mine.
0: Well, how much power is it going to cost you?
1: That's a good question.
0: Because that that's the big thing with Watt. cryptocurrency is the fact that the amount of energy that you're using to mine...
1: Maybe more than the payoff. Yeah. Yep.
0: So, yeah, so the uh, the company, you know, did a, you know, ZDNet here did the math and says, okay, each Razor Silver is roughly worth .0... 0, uh, 0. .3 cents. Yeah, yeah 0 3 cents. So, you know, in order to get a Razor Death Adder mouse, which costs 51,000 silver, um, that will cost, take you 224 days. Okay. And the um, the Razer Huntsman Elite Keyboard, which is $200, will take you 456 days of mining to get, which uh, means that it's theoretically impossible to earn, as the Razer Silver earned by mining is only valid for one year.
1: Okay, so not really a great deal.
0: No. So yeah, a lot of the people, once this was announced, are kind of like, uh, guys, are you sure about this?
1: I mean, Razer does stuff like this, right? They try new things, whether they work or not, something else. But they're always, like, willing to step back from it. I've never seen Razer commit to something and then be like, yeah, this is, this is it for now and forever.
0: Kind of like that Kodak crypto mining thing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that was just idiocy. So, yeah, I... Okay. I still just think, like, if I'm going to let my computer mine Bitcoin, then or whatever coin, then why not just mine coin and and sell it myself on whatever marketplace, because that's not difficult to do.
0: I don't know. I don't know. It's...
1: Okay. Well, speaking of uh, companies willing to back away from things, Heroes of the
0: Storm... Dang it, the one... MOBA that I actually liked.
1: When did you play it last?
0: Uh Will Battle.net tell me that or no?
1: I don't know. But if you have to look at Battle.net to see the last time you played it, I think you you may be part of the problem, Andy. <laughs> uh
0: well let's see, the last time I played it was when the uh Russian map came out.
1: Yeah? Uh, I'm pretty sure that was, like, a year and a half ago, when they first added Overwatch characters.
0: Yeah, I remember the Overwatch characters, yes.
1: Yep. No, that's Um, that's when they added that map.
0: Oh, okay. Because
1: it's an Overwatch map. Alright. So, to be clear, they aren't canceling the game. Blizzard is not taking down Heroes of the Storm. They have, however, moved some of their developers off of it. So, probably fewer updates and they've uh, they've essentially said like we're done with the professional gaming aspect of this game.
0: Well, shoot. <laughs> uh... Okay, I remember that. Oh, their website does not give me very good list of heroes by release date. Okay, here we go. Uh uh, looks like it was, De- yeah, start of 2018. Because I remember I, Blaze just was announced last time I played it. So, yeah, literally was, um... A year ago. A year ago, yes.
1: Yeah. Now, no one's at uh, Blizzard has really said what they're planning on, on doing. Um, but I, I guess, like, Heroes of the Storm just wasn't able to compete at the same level as Dota 2 or as League of Legends... Although, ooh, you know what? Whatever happened, I wonder. Do you remember when League of Legends first came out? There was actually another one that was that came out right at the same time. It's called Heroes of New Earth.
0: Uh, no.
1: Oh, well, it, it exists. And actually, it's evidently still out there. But, yeah, nowhere near as big as League of Legends.
0: Is Guild Wars 2 still doing stuff?
1: I mean, it's still a game. Why do you ask?
0: Just curious. Not like you have time
1: to play it. No, no, I do not. Guild Wars 2 is out there. It is now free. Hmm. Sort of. Core game is free. Expansions are not. So kind of the the World of Warcraft model, since that's also free to play up to a certain point. Yeah, I don't... I like Heroes of the Storm. Like, I think Blizzard did a really good job taking MOBA and doing what Blizzard does best. Because remember we've we've talked about this a number of times, right? Blizzard does not like come up with new original ideas. Blizzard takes other people's ideas and does them really well.
0: Yes, I I can't like, argue against that. But yeah, no,
1: right? Yeah, like, that's that's what they do. They you know they they were not the pioneers of RTS. Nope, but but they are like the best RTS out there. Yes. They are not the pioneers of the MOBA, but they did a really good job with MOBA. I guess Overwatch, kind of? Like, Overwatch
0: is... A first-person shooter.
1: But it's, it's more than that. It's like a first-person MOBA.
0: It's a lot, like... It's, it's, an, it's an evolution of Team Fortress Classic. You think so? Yes.
1: But, like, in Team Fortress... You could pick any of the characters, and you could all be the same person. In, I guess, like, it's escort maps. payloads, it's yep. it's um, capture a territory or capture a flag. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like Team Fortress 2 or Team Fortress Classic. But, again, like, blizzardified, mm-hmm. where they, they just went nuts, and they said, like, here's how we want to do it. And they did a very good job. Overwatch is incredible. I love watching it. I love playing it. I haven't played it in a long time, but, like... It's just really well done. And of course, World of Warcraft. Like, yep. yeah. So, you know.
0: Yeah. My, my thing with this, though, is the fact that the, 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 you know, Heroes of the Storm, like streamers and other people like that, were told at BlizzCon, oh yeah, no, everything is, you know, staying the same. Ooh. Yeah, you know, you know they were told, yes, there's going to be a championship, you know, Ooh. going forward.
1: That's less good.
0: Yeah, that was back November 2nd and 3rd. And That's then, not good. Yeah, literally.
1: I mean, there's there's people who, like, they, they were kind of gambling their lives on that.
0: Yeah, and they were given no heads up. So. Oops. Yep.
1: Okay, so Blizzard's really good at a lot of things, but perhaps not communication.
0: <laughs> Diablo Mobile?
1: Hey, everyone just forgot about that because of Fallout.
0: Yeah, oh.
1: <laughs> Blizzard lucked out on that one.
0: Oh, Fallout 76.
1: Hey, don't, don't spoil. Don't spoil. That's going to be one of my upcoming reviews. All right. I own it. I bought it. I'm probably going to go play it when we finish this. Okay. I, I found it. The one thing for me by that like console games have always caused a problem with is the, the TV is always too far away. I like having my screen close to me. <laughs> so even even if I have, like, a 50-inch TV, which I have downstairs, it's, like, 45 or 50 inches, like, when I'm sitting on the couch, it's too far away. Like, I can't... And maybe I just need to go get glasses, but I can't read the text. I can't see what's going on. I, like, I have to actually... I have to sit very close to it. But playing it on the PSVR headset means the screen is literally an inch away from my eyes.
0: Okay, so just in case you're wondering, uh, a 15-inch, 50-inch TV, right?
1: Yeah, proper viewing distance is?
0: For 4K or
1: 1080? Uh, I believe it's a 4K TV.
0: Okay, 50-inch 4K TV, 4.2 to 6.3 feet.
1: Yeah, the couch is way more than 6 feet away from the TV.
0: Well, according to 4K... That's where you're, if if you're, you know, if you only want 1080, then it's six to 10 feet.
1: Yeah. So a 50 inch screen should be about four to five, four to six feet away.
0: Yes. If you want to get that full HD quality for a 50 inch TV.
1: Yeah. So I have to like, if I want to play a game, I have to move close to the TV. Yeah. Or I put on a friggin' VR headset and the screen is an inch away.
0: And then I will burn your house down around you, and then you'll wonder what that smoky smell is. I mean, I'll I'll take the headset off <laughs> and look and say, Andy, what are you doing here?
1: <laughs> How did you get here so quickly? I thought you had, like, a bunch of Christmas stuff to do.
0: Yes, yes we do.
1: Well, welcome to, to Madison. Let me, like, take you—we'll we take <clears throat> Isaac, we can go to the zoo— <clears throat> They put up all the Christmas lights at the zoo so we can go walk around, and it's like 42 degrees outside, so it's actually comfortable to do so.
0: Yeah, at some point we gotta take him to the Battle Creek Zoo.
1: Yep. Binder Park Zoo, where you can feed
0: giraffes. You can do that here too. I told you about the thing at the Detroit Zoo, right?
1: We, 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 We have giraffe, we have a tiger, we have lions, we have a rhino, and I believe now we have two polar bears. Ooh. I think they just got a second one, which is, like, really cool, uh, because I think it's actually the child of the one that they used to have that passed away recently. Oh, Yeah, it's so cute, right? Madison Zoo. It's the Henry Vilas Zoo. Just, like, check it out. Bring Isaac. There's a red panda. There's a red panda, Andy!
0: Yeah, we have a red panda, too, at the Binder Park Zoo. Cool. Yeah, there's a, um, supposedly they always do a 5K also, um... At the the zoo, so you can actually run through the zoo. Mm-hmm. Most people say it's horrible, though, because there's no actual, like, straight paths. So yeah. you're always winding in and out and up and down, and you can't really, you know, you can't really reach your top speed because you're always doing something. Yep. <laughs> yes, but you do get free admission to the zoo afterwards, so that's a plus.
1: Oh, I mean, you're already there. Yeah. And the race probably costs money. Yes. So free is a kind of like a weird thing to say. It's like I can go to the football game for free. I just have to pay to get to the stadium.
0: Yeah. I told you I told you about the penguins at the Detroit Zoo though, right? Maybe? I you can, don't know. You can actually feed the penguins at the Detroit Zoo.
1: Cool. What what are you feeding them? Like fish?
0: I don't know. You you get to hand feed the uh gentoo, rockhopper and macaroni penguins.
1: Okay. Hopefully not feeding them macaroni.
0: No, no, that's that's the name of the this the not the species. The type of penguin. Yeah. The breed. The breed, yes.
1: I guess no, it, it kinda is species, right? Okay. Um what else we got, sir?
0: Uh more gaming news. Uh
1: I like gaming news. That's Reggie
0: okay. has got some bad news for you.
1: Reggie Nintendo Reggie. Yep. Reggie Philame. Yes. Head of Nintendo of America. Yes. What what is Reggie? have to say
0: that there will be no more nes classic or snes classic after the holidays oh no once they are gone they are gone and he's also saying that the existing systems are the extent of our classic program so no n64 classic
1: yet no n64 classic yet let's let's be clear it's a yet how much money did they make on that, Andy?
0: I don't know, but they're saying that this is the end. There are no more uh, new games for the mini NES and SNES models. There's no N64. Anything um, anything new that's going to come out is going to be on the Switch online. Mm-hmm. So no more retro consoles outside yeah. of, you know, somebody downloading a retro Pi thing.
1: Right. I I think this is a, like... Not totally legit thing. I really. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he said it and I'm sure he means it in the immediate future. I'm also quite sure that in another, let's say 10 years, Nintendo's going to look around and say like, you know, who's just right at the right age right now It's people who had the N64 as their first console. They're being careful. They are trying not to flood the market. They released the NES Classic and the SNES Classic, and right now everyone else is trying to do the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. PlayStation just put out the PlayStation Classic. Atari put out an Atari Classic. Commodore friggin' 64 put one out. Who the hell cares? The people who want to play Commodore 64 games have a goddamn (sighs) Commodore 64. Nintendo is just being very careful. They're saying, like, we're done with this, but I'm reading it as we're done with this for now. All right. There will be an N64 classic. It just won't be for a couple years. Normally, this is where I would say like, Andy, I will make you a bet. But But I don't know. Well, I don't know how many years is the thing. Like, I'm sure it will happen. I just don't know if it'll be five or ten years. And like years ago, I would have made the bet with you and you would have accepted the bet for ever, which means I could never lose. But you've, you've gotten better at that.
0: Yes, no, I've learned that you yeah. <laughs> I need to You dot have to I's set or, a date. Yes, I need to dot I's and cross T's like with Dave. Get,
1: yeah. <coughs> it's like, Andy, I bet you that they'll put one out. And you're like, okay, like cool. <laughs> I bet you they will put one out. I just don't know when. I don't know if it'll be five years from now. I don't want to have an ongoing bet for ten years, because neither of us will remember it.
0: Nope, we'll have to do like a remind me or something.
1: <laughs> remind me ten years yeah well that's unfortunate that that Nintendo's saying this but I mean again I understand where they're coming from right like mm-hmm. everyone's getting in on this and they, they don't want to lose that special thing
0: so um, other gaming news uh, have you tried out the streaming Assassin's Creed Odyssey I haven't. I need to. Well, if you play it for one hour. Yeah. You get the game for free. Really? Yes.
1: Like, just flat out, they're like, okay, cool, you you helped yes. us out, have, a, have it on us for free.
0: Yes. You'll be able to, after you play, all players participating in the project stream receive for free $10 worth of credits. And then, any players that spend a minimum of an hour playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey in Project Stream between now and January 15th will receive a free Uplay PC copy of the game.
1: Well, never mind then. I know what I'm doing after the podcast.
0: Making sure you get. Also, you got to make sure that you need to link your Uplay account with the tech test. Yeah. So make sure you do that first. I can't access my Uplay account because I don't have the authenticator app somehow attached to it anymore. Uh-oh. And I I can't find the recovery email either. Uh-oh. Yeah.
1: That's no good.
0: No. I'm like, shoot. Please enter your two-factor authentication. I'm like, okay. Do-do-do-do-do. Oh.
1: Wait, where's my two-factor? Frack. Did you hear? This uh, This isn't a topic. At least I didn't add it as a topic. You, you may have. Did you hear about this group uh, in Iran that was bypassing two-factor authentication? How? Get this. Get this. This is... Brilliant, and like, holy crap, it's terrible. They send an email, a targeted email. Now, th- you may or may not know about this part already. In uh, a lot of, like, marketing emails, you know how it has an image in the marketing email? Yes. And it says, like, click here to load the images. hmm Those images can be tagged. They can be tagged like that the URL that you use to request the image is customized to that specific email. Okay. So that if someone sends an email to you and me, they can watch the server logs. And when when you click on the email and it (laughs) loads that image, it has to reach out to the server. And the server knows that it's you doing it because your ID is encoded in that URL. Okay? Okay. With me so far? Yes. So, I would like access to someone's Gmail account. I send them a phishing email. Now, this only works if they're going to fall for the phishing email in the first place. But let's say I find someone who falls for the phishing email. The image in the email that I send them is linked to them and their credentials, and I know the email address that I sent it to, right? Okay. So, when they click the link in the email, it brings them to a login page. And it's a login page that says, like, hey, this is you. It already has your, uh, like, email address in there because I know what your email address is. Because I sent you an email. So it's a fake page that looks just like the login page. Just saying, like, hey, we just want to make sure this is you. Please confirm your password. Right?
0: Oh. Right? Yeah. With me? Yeah.
1: So they enter their password. In real time, I, somewhere else... Know that you are logging in because you looked at my email and I have an alert that comes up that says, hey, you looked at your email. So I am logging in as you somewhere else.
0: Oh, they're doing a man in the middle attack for two factor authentication. Oh, yes,
1: because then once you enter your password and I enter the password and I say, like, yes, that confirmed. Then it goes back to you and says, "Okay, what's your two factor authentication? You enter it. And I enter it, oh. and as long as I do it within like twenty seconds, I just bypass your two-factor
0: authentication. Oh, that is vicious! Isn't that amazing? That's horrible. It's amazing, yeah. but it's horrible. It's like the uh, the the guys who uh, had those things with your car locks, where it would store the rolling password.
1: Yep. Like, holy crap, that's terrifying.
0: Yeah, oh, man. So, yeah, so I'm going to have to somehow contact Ubisoft and go, yes, it's me. Can you please... (laughs)
1: I promise it's me.
0: Can you, like, what what do I need to do to prove that it's me so you can turn off the two-factor authentication so I can log in and then set it up correctly this time so it actually shows up on my two-factor authentication app? Yeah. Yeah, that's the other fun thing is somehow somebody has access to my eBay account and I'm not sure how. Oh, because that I, happened to me once. I have once. changed my email my eBay password to something ridiculous, something crazy that Chrome suggested. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm doing this on a computer that is not connected at all to my account, right? Yeah. So I don't even really know what the hell my eBay password is right now. But I'm still getting alerts because I have two factor authentication set up from eBay saying, Hey, your eBay security code is this. And I'm like, how? I honestly don't know how it's like, I, I have literally pulled myself apart from my eBay account. I've removed everything that's financially, you know, connected to it yet. Somehow somebody is still having access to my eBay account and I, I can't figure it out.
1: Can you just go delete the account?
0: Could if I really wanted to, but then I lose my, you know, eBay account.
1: Okay. But someone else has access to your eBay account.
0: Yeah, yeah, I might and just keeps have
1: to. getting access to your eBay account.
0: <laughs> yeah. I wonder if I can do that, if I can delete it and then create a new one based off of my email address.
1: Possibly.
0: I don't know. I'll think about it. Try. It. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. I've got a couple other Gmail accounts that I don't use except for very specific purposes. So I could attach it to one of those. And then just set up a forward. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I might do that. Here's to blowing up my eBay.
1: Yep. So Amazon has a thirty dollar analog clock.
0: Yes, that is uh, Alexa enabled. Huh? But it's an it's a it's a wall <laughs> clock. It's an analog wall clock, and doesn't even have a microphone. So you actually have okay. to pair it with a speaker. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's got. It looks like your normal analog clock. Yeah, but it has 60 LEDs that display information and they're located at the minute intervals around the edge of the clock face. Right. So, it can show you timers basically.
1: Yeah. So it's a wall clock, but it it also has a timer built into it
0: that you have to connect with your already existing Echo speaker. Yeah. 30 bucks. That's-
1: I don't know. I'm I'm uh, honestly I'm kinda tempted. Yeah.
0: I do have to say we were using the uh, uh the echo during Thanksgiving to you know to set all the timers yeah. now that you can actually, you know, give a timer a multiple. name. You know, so there was a couple of times I was you know, we'd have to remember the exact correct question to ask in order to actually get the answer for the timers that we wanted. Right. Because some of the times we would ask her, you know, how much time is left, she would not give us the correct response. Oh.
1: <laughs> how much time's left? 30 minutes.
0: Well, no, no. no it the... wouldn't even be the answer to the thing. It would be some other, like, search or something. And it's just like, oh. no, that's, that's not what we were asking. No. So, you know, that way, if you had the clock, we could just go up there and glance and hopefully, you know... The LEDs would be able to, you know, give us the different times left on there. Yeah, it can support multiple timers running at the same time. Okay, so that would be, that would be something, but I don't know how I feel about this.
1: I Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, it's, it's kind of cool. Also, like, wall clocks are, are, honestly, they're great. Like, they really are. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm. Kinda of tempted to pick it up, but thirty bucks is is quite a bit
0: for a clock.
1: Maybe wait and see if it goes on sale.
0: Also, it's double A powered. Yeah. So. Well, you know, it's gonna have how to would, be. Con-
1: do you do you have a wall clock that's not battery powered?
0: No, I I do, but I'm sitting there thinking, okay, it's got to be connecting to the Echo constantly,
1: mm-hmm. unless oh, it does. How long will four double yeah. A's last? Yeah, I don't know. I expect a while because, like, it's it it has to maintain the active Wi-Fi connection. But does it really? That's a good question. I don't know how it's going to connect. It could connect through Wi-Fi. It could also connect through like
0: uh, Bluetooth, Bluetooth yep. c- connectivity. It doesn't actually have Bluetooth? a microphone.
1: Okay, so it's a Bluetooth connection. Yes, and it, the the modern Bluetooth standards are like super low power for just passive. Yes. So it could last for a long time. Where would I put it?
0: I don't know. It's like a 10 by 10. Kitchen. Yeah, it's a, it's a 10 inch diameter, so.
1: Yeah, probably somewhere in the kitchen. I don't know. I might add it to like a wish list. Just have it there. So See like, if somebody gets it for you. Yeah, it's kind of cute. Add to Dave's public wish list. Right above the HTC Vive. <laughs> Speaking of putting ridiculous things on our wish list, speaking of, come on, we all put, we all put something like that on the (laughs) wish list, right?
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. You always put that long shot on there just to see,
1: you know, I was like, just, you know what? Like, this is just the thing that I want just in case. And, Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to have it out there. And like, if someone in my family wants to do it, cool. If a bunch of my friends want to get together and do it, cool. But like, maybe I'll just buy it eventually. Yep. It's just there. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a thing.
0: Plus, you'll always get those alerts, too, if something on your wish list has gone on sale. Yep. So.
1: I use Camel, Camel, Camel.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an update on the Sprint and T-Mobile merger. Ooh, ooh. What's that? Um, well, the, uh, ooh, committee on f- the Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States has been conducting a national security of, of the review of the Sprint T-Mobile deal and uh, T-Mobile and Sprint are supposedly going to get approval from them because they're going to drop way way from Ooh. their um equipment their lines yep yep they're going to drop the phones they're going to drop their back end equipment everything way way they're going to drop it and supposedly that's going to be okay for the committee on foreign investment in the United States that, so,
1: that's big yep your son's laughter is adorable
0: yeah, yeah, he's in his little fort there with I think I think Kate's in there too. I'm not sure. Yep. yep, yes she is. So,
1: like it's always interesting with T-Mobile and Sprint because neither of them own themselves, right? It's really Deutsche Telekom and it's, SoftBank. Yes. But we'll see if they manage to finalize all of that. That would be really cool.
0: Okay. I, I can tell you that the the Sprint guys are still moving forward with their plans cuz you know, we had we they're putting Sprint on one of our towers. So, they keep moving forward, which will be nice. Hopefully, to have you know myself literally you know twenty feet away from a cell from phone tower, your cell
1: phone provider. Yeah,
0: <laughs> nice. Just see how uh, quickly my four my four uh, G LTE will work. Then,
1: well, twenty nineteen is supposed to be the year of five G. Everyone's supposed to be turning on their five G networks.
0: Sure, going to Going to happen. Sure.
1: Uh, I added a topic. All right. One of, I'm considering this as like a new category of topic of things from when Andy and Dave were on vacation. Uh, the Parker space probe hit the sun. Just, just putting that out there. Like we sent a thing
0: essentially into the sun. Oh, it's in the Corona. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Barely even skirting the Corona. But that's, A, really hard to do. Like, if you actually think about orbits and you think about velocity and you think about things falling, like, launching something from the Earth that will hit the sun is not easy.
0: No, because hit the sun in a controlled fashion.
1: (laughs) Well, you have to slow way down. Like, way down. So... Uh, the Parker Space Probe has entered part of the sun and started studying and among other things they're trying to figure out why the hell the corona is as hot as it is. Yeah, cuz like that's really hot. Uh but it's it, it's a cool thing. Like it's out there.
0: Have you seen how many flybys they're going to be doing of the sun?
1: It's For the Parker actually space probe?
0: Yeah, it's actually going to be no. doing 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's going to do 24 passbys of the sun, and it's actually going to get closer. What? It's going to get closer.
1: What? That's awesome. Timeline. Let's see. Uh, March, May, okay, October, Venus fly-by, Perihelion 1, November 5th, 2, 3, it'll come back out and fly-by Venus again on, like, Christmas of next year, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, Wow! they expect it to last that long i guess so okay that's cool where is the parker solar probe (laughs) oh it's it's yeah it keeps passing by venus a lot yep oh god it's almost back well back to earth orbit where we launched it from yep we aren't there anymore
0: no it's like That's that. It's like that cool. coin thing where you know it just keeps spinning around.
1: Yep. Yep. Like fuck, just go in, go in. Damn it, go in. Uh, the the reason why it goes in those coin things is friction, right? It's always slowing down. Yeah. Uh, the Parker Space Solar Probe. I keep calling it the space probe. It's the solar probe. Wow. So it, it got to its first thing from the sun. The next one will be about the same distance. It gets closer on the fourth pass. And then it keeps getting closer and closer and closer and closer and closer until like the ninth. Was that one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve 10, 11, 12? Yeah, around the 12th pass. The 11th or 12th pass is about as close as it gets.
0: Yeah, and uh, it's gonna be keep doing this till 2025.
1: Well, again, that's if it like survives.
0: Well, that's what we've got. So. All right, we need to hit the uh, randoms here. Randoms! Uh, my week. Yes. Beat Saber. Beat Saber. No, Saber. Saber. As in bird. Beat Saber. Okay.
1: It is a virtual reality game. Okay. Uh, where you are on a platform, and it's a rhythm game. So you're on a platform, and there's music playing, and blocks are flying at you. And you are armed with two lightsabers. Like, legit, literal lightsabers. And you use the, the, whatever VR controller you have. So if you have the Vive, you use the Vive controllers. If you have the PlayStation, you use the PlayStation Move controllers. And these things are flying at you. And with the controller, you have to slice them in the direction that they indicate on the beat. And you have to match the color, because there's red blocks and blue blocks, and you have a red saber and a blue saber. And it is friggin' awesome. Holy shit, it is incredible, Andy, this is such a fun game. It is, like, it is the combination of some of the best parts of virtual reality, and it is lightsabers, and it is the most accurate feel for a lightsaber you are ever going to have because the blade has no mass.
0: Because there is no quote-unquote blade, but okay.
1: Right, because you're you're just holding on to the handle. It's so fun. Holy shit. It is like lightsaber training. This is what they would be using in Star Wars to teach people how to use lightsabers.
0: I'm watching a video of it right now, and this is just... I want to see another video of somebody actually playing it with the headset on. you
1: you look like a moron. (laughs) Like, (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) uh, Penny Arcade, I think... Here, I'll I'll send you the Penny Arcade. Have you been reading Penny Arcade lately?
0: Uh, whenever it pops up on my Facebook feed.
1: Here, let me pull up the the Beat Saber. Uh, da-da-da-da-da, Penny Arcade. Yeah. This post... Uh this comic it's uh, November 23rd I will send it to you and it is entirely accurate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, no, I could see that. Yep.
1: It's like because it's VR, it's this all encompassing feel. It's it's just everywhere around you. You are there in the moment. You are dodging shit coming at you. You're slicing things. It's a hell of a workout too. Like you, you get your heart rate up. Um, I'm gonna look to see if I can find some like nice wrist uh, wrist weights that don't move up and down your wrists once they're on. Uh, maybe like a weighted glove would be better. I wonder if I can find those. Um, it it's just it's so good. It's such a fun game, and is one of the reasons I even like bought a PSVR.
0: Okay, this uh, all right huh
1: so that's that's the review uh which is to say if you have vr get this friggin thing like seriously this is this is good this is worth it this is this is incredible
0: okay <laughs> i'm looking at and some of somebody's like
1: I'm um, what
0: okay no i'm just watching some of the videos of people actually like you know not the vr video view yep. of it but just the person the person just yeah you look like a moron yeah um, if you buy the PlayStation
1: VR version, you only get the bass songs. If you buy the the computer version, which is to say if you have like a Vive or an Oculus, um, then you can also get custom songs <laughs>
0: that
1: people have made.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
1: which is also pretty cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I get you. So. Yeah. All right. So how much is it?
1: Uh, the game is like 20 bucks. Okay. The, the VR setup is, is several hundred, yeah. yep. like way, way more.
0: Gotcha. All right. Well, Beat Saber.
1: Yep. Beat Saber. Yep. Fantastic game. I, I try it, like right. seriously.
0: Okay. Random topic then. Rolled ahead of time. Where do you buy your shoes?
1: I tried Zappos. Okay. I did not enjoy the experience.
0: I can tell you my last three pairs of shoes have been bought in two places. Uh, First one is Dr. Martin's Web Store. Mm -hmm. Doc Martens, because I've got the Doc Martens for Life shoes, which I actually need to send back because I think they're a size too big. And, you know, supposedly you're supposed to buy these shoes and then, you know, they're for life. So you shouldn't need to buy any more shoes, but they're the wrong size. And then uh, DSW is where I've gotten all my other shoes.
1: DSW is where I've been going to, and I actually should probably go there soon because my my
0: shoes need to be
1: replaced. Like, they are falling apart.
0: Yeah, I, you know, boots were bought at DSW, my boot, my Doc Martin, you know, because I've got, you know, normally I wear low tops, but these are like a high tops, boots-ish sort of shoe. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit better in the winter to wear these guys. So I got those at their web store. And then, yeah, the other shoes before that were all... DSW, except my running shoes. My running shoes. I actually went to the local running store, and you know had somebody actually like you know pull out shoes, and then I put them on and actually go outside and run in them a bit to see how they feel. What? Yeah. What, you do that? Yeah. You know, I put the shoes on. And they're like, oh, how do they feel? I'm like, oh, they're okay. And they're like, well, just you know, go pop, outside. Go outside and run up and down the block a couple of times. And I'm like, oh, that Ooh. would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, that's nice of them. Yeah. So, you know, you actually get to run in your running shoes to see how they feel? Yep. Crazy.
1: I can't imagine that would actually be, like, useful, right? I know. You should just, just automatically know whether or not it feels good.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, so, no, no DSW and the Doc Martin store, because I like Docs. Yep.
1: Uh, for me, DSW. That's that's where I went. It's where I probably will go.
0: Yep, that's probably where I'll go as well in the future if I need any more new shoes. Yep. So, well... That's our answer.
1: Uh, random topic. That was a random topic. I'm sorry. That was our answer. All right.
0: (laughs) Wow, Dave.
1: Brain just, yeah, kind of like reset for a moment there.
0: Yeah, no, that's a... On that note, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at net. Thank you for listening.